This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In 5, 4, Three, two, one. We always do a countdown before we start the Genius Brain. We all know this is a Thursday, so it's me and the bestest host, co-host on earth, Joe Jitsu motherfucking Kawa, bitch. Yeah, what's up, homie? <laughs> Stick him up. <laughs> and I am your other host, David. So, how has everybody's week been? I hope that the, the great Nordic gods have blessed your beards and it's growing down all the way to the top of your penis, you stupid, lovely people. What is it? Beard, no shave November and no nut Novembers? Is that what that is? No shave yeah. November? But by the time this comes out, it's probably like yeah. December. I don't even know. There's two things going on. I think it's no shave November uh-huh. and then they have the no nut November. What's the, what's the point of no nut November? What's the point of that shit? No fat. There's, you know, have you heard of the no fat movement? Why? Apparently, there's science out there that says, like, when you jack off, all kinds of shit happens negatively. You mm-hmm. get depressed and all this stuff. And Lies. Yeah. When I jack off, I feel like a brand new man. <laughs> what, are they, what are they talking about? When I jack off, I feel great. Clear, yeah, I, I know. But I guess it just deal. It, I don't know. It makes them have low self-esteem. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I can't quote it right. But I just did go the I just re- I just read all this shit. I watched a bunch of videos and it's a whole thing because guys are jacking off way too much. Really? To the point where they're not even talking to girls because they're like, well, fuck, I got my porn. And in, even if they start having sex and shit, they're like, well, it's never as good as jacking off in porn. So, oh, and then, like, if they if they already release, like, they're not motivated to, like, work. They're not motivated to hit on girls or, like, um, there's just a lot of other issues, I guess. Oh, Like, really? health issues and things. Um, but I don't know. You know, for me, I, I, I just get too busy now that I don't even have time to fucking beat it. Like, you know... <laughs> We're, we're fucking busy like we'll yeah. wake up and as as soon as we wake up we got to start working like a motherfucker we get home you're just so tired you just close your eyes and you knock the fuck out and you do it again you know what's funny uh when i was younger or you know not even younger everybody says this shit um if you want to fall asleep you should jack off and then fall asleep if i jack off before i fall asleep i can't go to sleep really that it, shit helps me sleep that shit wakes me up it wakes me up damn so I, 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 I can't. How about if you have sex though? That's different because that's work. Oh. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta work and shit. I gotta sweat. But jacking off, I think, you know, when I jack off, it's pretty quick. Like I, I just... the relief I get from sex though is different from jacking off. Like if I jack off and I fucking bust a nut and I'm like, okay, whatever. It might last a few fucking hours or like maybe like one day. But then if I get to fuck, then it's like four days. I'm like the happiest, most satisfied chill person it's true what they say it's like oh that fool needs to get laid or like that girl needs to get dick or whatever like to me i think that's so fucking true you just need to fuck fucking and it has to be good sex and you just fuck just fuck like a maniac and then you're just like what violence what dude that's why people always fighting what (laughs) i was like why do guys want to fucking 
fuck a pussy so much because that's where we came from. We're just going back home. <laughs> Don't worry about it, dude. That's what Rome says. <laughs> we just, uh, we're just trying to go back home, oh dude. Oh, my it's God. It's nice and comforting. We're going back to the source, dude. Why are you even asking questions like that? You know, I opened up a Twitter, and then um, <laughs> on the Twitter, um, I, you know, I'm just fucking, I'm a, I'm a troll, dude. So, like, I, w- I wrote down, um, if you don't have a brain, then you must give weak head. <laughs> or like your head game must be weak, right? Yeah. Cause like I'm basically like if you don't if you don't have no brain, then your head game must be weak. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm trying to filter the dumb girls. So yeah. then it's like, oh, that's clever. But then my friend's like, hey, even though it's a play on like giving head, they might not get that, and they might think you're just a perv. That's like, and I'm like, well, yeah. And he goes, but do you want more hits and more chances, or do you want everyone thinking that you're just a perv? And I'm like. Oh my god, I'm so fucking stupid. I was like, no wonder I wasn't getting any hits. So I had to change it <laughs> to some like boring ass shit. Like, yeah. hey, I like to travel. I like to eat. You know, or like some normal ass shit. And I started getting fucking likes after that, dude. Dude, that's funny because those dating apps, they base your person because they're trying to base your personality off of these sh- small instances. Yeah. So they see these little little descriptors of you. And some of the stuff that I've seen for guys are are literally the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. It's like, oh, yeah, because if surfing ain't your life, then I'm not going to try to make you my wife. Like shit like this. Surfing like, ain't my life? Or it's just like, I like to have fun, but I'm serious at the same time, and I'm a hopeless romantic. Shut the fuck up, dude. Say how you actually are. That shit ain't going to work on nobody, bro. If anything else, have a nice looking picture and just state what you do for a living, how much you make, <laughs> yeah. and then the shit that you like, and leave it at that, dude. I like long walks on a beach. Who fucking doesn't? Yeah. Who fucking do- <laughs> I like to travel. Well, fuck. I-, I bet a girl, I don't know any girl that's looking that- at that and going, oh, you like to travel? Fuck. Swipe. <laughs> Traveling and uh, I think Tinder is so, not even just Tinder, just a lot of these dating apps are super fun because I know a couple guys I was telling you earlier how they travel and they literally Right when they land, they open up their dating apps and they meet up people. Wow. Either, and sometimes it's to hook up. Other times it's just to have a travel buddy that you meet there and then you guys experience whatever that country that is together. Fun. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll I mean, try that. But I, would I don't love know. To do it. You're single. I, I'm not. I'm, I'll try it. But yeah, I think I don't like, for me, I think I like talking to people and filtering them. I guess you could do that on Tinder, right? Yeah. To see if you match. I like someone with a sense of humor. I like to. Um, I'm not too serious just to play around. And then so like if I can connect, then I'll probably do that. But at the same time, that's a huge commitment to yeah. travel with a fucking stranger. Like, God, man, what if you're annoyed and you're just like, uh, how do you get rid of them? It's, I guess it's kind of like a dating situation, too. Or just like, I'm good. If they want to meet up tomorrow, you're like, I'm good, man. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll see you. I'll see you some other time. Yeah, because I don't know. I mean, I just want to meet people that I already like, if that makes any sense. I mean, you, you're going to have to filter that shit out because you never know. That's true. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, because I, I connected with a few people locally and whatever on Tinder, but it's just a different thing. It's just I'm not I'm so out of the loop, man. Are you somebody that when you when you meet somebody, do you in, can you instantly tell whether you're going to vibe with them or not? Or do you have to hang out with them a little bit first and see what happens? I could tell by the way we interact online already. Mm. Like if we're typing back and forth. And um, if I actually feel myself enjoying the conversation, then I'm probably going to pursue it in person Ah. because there are cute fucking girls, right? That I'm like, damn, you're fucking hot, right? And then like I make a few exchanges and I'm like, 
I'm not going to enjoy this person's company. Yeah. Because I can already tell. You could tell a person's mind by the way they communicate. And I don't think, you know, it, some guys, they'll just be like, immediately, let's meet up. But for me, I'll take weeks of just chatting with them to see if they're worth it. Mm. Yeah. And I take a long time because for me, it's easy to just type and not spend a whole day because you know how fucking busy we are, right? Yeah. And like, even though you're meeting with someone for dinner or lunch, that's a long commitment for me. That's really like if you're driving there, you're eating, you're hanging out. That's a three, four hour commitment. I'm just too busy for that shit. So for me, I'll just type, type, type. Oh, do I get along? Do I connect? Are we attracted to each other? I can kind of gauge it. And then for me, it's like, let me just continue this conversation, see where it goes. I think, I, for me, I, yeah, I think I just have to hang out and see what that, I'm, I don't know if I'm too judgmental when I meet people, but I usually just go by my gut feeling and I leave it at that. There, there are certain people that I've met on the first jump and then I've just kind of dismissed how they were. And I wouldn't say to be dismissive of them, but I always just go by the gut feeling. If I have a bad gut feeling about it, I don't say like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I always just follow it. And, it's, and it tends yeah. to work out. A lot of the times I say like, Psh, I'm throwing out a random percentage because I'm not actually calculating this, obviously. But I think like 90% of the time when I have a gut feeling about somebody that I don't like them, usually those behaviors either come out. And I don't think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. They just have this, They they it always comes out later on where within a group of friends, they go, yeah, they're kind of a shady person, like, and, they, and it all starts to come out. I'm like, but you never was like, but she's so fine. Oh, that's fuck my guts. <laughs> fuck my guts. She's so fine. Fuck her guts. No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard though. Sometimes it's just because, like, ugh. I think when they open their, you know what I'm, what I find really annoying. It's yeah. like, um, I actually like the sound of a girl's voice. So if I don't like your voice, I can't, mm. I can't date you. Like if your voice annoys me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a really, sometimes it's too pitchy or too weird, like too high pitched. Uh I can't fucking stand that shit. I I, I move on. Even if they're fucking pretty, I just can't stand their voice. I can't do it. That's true. It's like a stinky breath, you know, no matter how (laughs) hot she is, it's like, oh, man, I can't breathe. That's why, that's why like my, even my, (laughs) it was so funny when my dad, back in the day, he would try to set me up with a lot of these Korean girls, right? Yeah. He goes, oh, he's like, you never have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm going to set you up with a nice Korean girl in Parents Korea. have the worst state tastes, right? Do- dog, if I could show you what the fuck these girls looked like, it's like, I'm talking about the white Skechers, the acid wash oh, jeans, no. the fucking collar, white collar shirt with the button on top, and then wears the baseball cap type of shit, dude. She looks like she's about to go golf, huh? <laughs> All <laughs> the time, dude. Has never used any makeup whatsoever. Oh, no. Uh, has no sense of style, fashion, whatever. Just does. And also, by the way, they never spoke English. Oh, even better, right? <laughs> And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I'm looking at my dad. I'm like, yo, man, this is this is not the business. Yo, I, I don't even know if I told you this story, dude. This shit's a uh, fuck. I, was, I might put it into a script later, but why not? Just tell it on here. You guys might see it in a movie. But um, so my dad doesn't know about my personal dating life, right? Because I don't share any of that shit with him. I don't want to just because he's super noisy and kind of annoying. And at that time, I didn't really get along with him. So anything that I would tell him, he would just spin it out of control. And then he'll give you advice and try to control you and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So um, one time, this is during the time I was a youth minister at this church that he started up. So I get there and after church, my dad's like, hey, I want to introduce you to somebody. And I'm like, who? Who do you want to introduce me to? And he goes, I want to introduce you to a girl. I'm like, nah, I'm good. He goes, no, 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 it's nothing like that. Like, I just want you to hang out. I just see her. She's new in town. Hang out. And this girl looked like she bench pressed, like at least she looked like a rugby player, dude. She was buff. She was just like thick. You know oh, what I mean? What do you got against swimmers? 
about Doc. It's just she was she she Broad looked like shoulders. she looked like the golfer. She had the hat. She was wearing wow. this hoodie and and polo like, shirt and all, huh? Bro, I was like, I guess she's she might be a sweet girl, whatever, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna try to go on a date with her, but he, this will try to set me up at a blind date at church with her parents right there. So no. I couldn't say no. So I, I said, okay, cool. Like I'll, I'll take her out around town or whatever since she's new to the area. Yeah. So check this shit out. I can't. I cannot make this shit up. So I, she was uh, probably feeling like that too. Probably. Like, she's like, fuck my parents. So you will see this, right? So okay. one day, um, so when I would do my ministry at the church, the, after that I would go to another church to get my own sermon, you know, um, at a different church, and there was one in Davis. So this girl, she wanted to go to Davis, and she goes, hey, can you know, can I come along with you to go to church after? And I was like, all right, cool. So I got kind of blindsided on this blind date. So we go there, the church is closed, and, you know, it's really awkward conversations. And this is on the drive back. Um, so in the drive back, all of a sudden, I we're driving, and I turn turn on some music. She goes to my music knob, and she dials all the music down. She turns it off. Why? She, I don't know. She just turns the music off. I, I guess, but she just turned the music down. I was like, okay, that was a little weird. And yeah. I kind of like turned it up a little bit. She tur- she shuts it right <laughs> off again. And I'm like, what? okay, this Why? is a little weird. And as we're driving, I don't remember what she's saying verbatim because this happened quite a few years ago. But she, it would be like some shit where she's just in there. She's just like, yeah, I don't I don't want to. Dude, no, no, don't do not do this to me. What are, you, what are you doing right now? Like, stop. She's talking okay. to herself. And I'm like, the fuck, dude? This bitch? And so I looked over. I was like, oh, she probably has a Bluetooth in her ear. <laughs> right and so i kind of ignored it and she yeah. goes no stop stop don't 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 do this and i'm like uh i look over there's nothing in her ear she's fucking talking to herself bro oh my she's fucking God. talking to herself and i'm like yo are, are you okay like who are you talking yeah. to right she goes oh i, I kind of don't want to talk about this right now and i'm like well what, what don't you want to talk about like are you cool are you okay because i wanted to see if i need to pull over or some yeah. shit and i'm in the middle of the freeway this is a long ass freeway from davis to sacramento yeah damn <laughs> you took her on a long ass road trip yeah so it was like 35 minutes 40 minutes yeah. and so that's how far I, I used to go to go to church. Mm-hmm. And then she would just be like, then she went, then she did this shit. She goes, yeah. She goes, I'm talking to my ex-boyfriend right now. And I'm like, oh, like, uh, like, what, you got a Bluetooth or some shit? And she goes, no, he, he, he speaks, uh, speaks to me telepathically. <laughs> bro, I'm not making this fucking shit up. And she goes, he's speaking to me telepathically. And I'm, and I'm, and bro, I'm laughing, right? Cause I thought she was joking. And I'm like, <laughs> he speaks to me telepathically. I'm cracking up. I'm like, we have a connection like the avatar. Tug. So I started cracking up because I thought she was busting a joke. And I yeah. look at her, deadpan. Not a joke. No. And I'm like, yo, what, what if the she did fuck? that to, to scare you so you don't fucking come on to her? So I thought she was like kind of fucking around or whatever. Yeah. And then she goes, yeah. Like, so if he goes, if you look at my boyfriend's eyes, he, she goes, one of his eyes is, is, it's like steel cold gray and is split half in blue. And that shows that he knows, he knows telepathy. He goes, when I was, when I was, uh, we used to live together and I, I'm just telling him right now to leave me alone because the last time I was with him, he was talking to me. He made me burn down a house. <laughs> Bro, I started sweating fucking oh, bullets. Fuck. I, I thought she was Holy going. Holy Fuck. I thought she was going to take the wheel and then fucking throw oh us off on the freeway. So I was sweating fucking bullets, holding the wheel super tight. And I tried to turn up the music and then she turned it down again. She goes, I can't hear him. And I'm, 
Whoa. And she's like yelling at me at this point. Whoa. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on right now? That At that point, I was so fucking scared because she kept on telling me the stories. I don't remember them all right now. I might be able to recollect later if I really think about it. But she was telling me the story about how she, he like telepathically controlled her yeah. and had her burn down uh, the house that they were staying at. Yeah. And then she had a, she burned another house down. <laughs> she loves burning houses, huh? And she goes, yeah, he's talking to me. She's like, and as we're, she's telling the story, she goes, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh. Dog, and so I'm freaking out. I finally get to her house at the driveway. I drop her off. Like, hey, it's it's nice meeting you. Like, I'll, I'll hit you up some other time. She goes, well, let me get your number. And Ooh. I'm like, oh shit. And at this point, I was thinking to myself, you should give her a fake number. I was like, should I give her a fake number or my real number? Yeah. And so I was like, I should probably give her my real number just in case. So I gave her my real number, right? And as and she leaves, and as I'm backing out, she calls my phone, looking into my car. She goes, oh, I just wanted to see if this was a fake number. Oh no! And I drive back. I go to my dad, right? Yeah. And I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck was that?" I was like, "How the fuck?" I was like, "Did you know she's like a schizophrenic? She's talking to human beings in her head." And all my dad goes, "Oh, that's so funny!" And he starts cracking up. <laughs> he starts dying laughing. <laughs> he pranked you? No, he didn't know, but he just thought it was so funny. I was like, "Dog, she could have fucking killed me, dude!" Wow. So she was. So what I found out later on was that she was trying to go. I guess. Um, she's been trying to get into the Navy or whatever, but she couldn't pass like a psyche valve, obviously, she's because fucking she's, nuts. she's fucking crazy. Turns out she was a schizophrenic, dude. She was like dealing with like schizophrenia and her, and her, you know, like Asian parents, they don't believe in mental illness. Yeah. They're like, oh, she's just a little weird. She's a fucking schizophrenic. They didn't fucking know. Oh shit. So they, they saw this, obviously this behavior might be happening in the house. Yeah. So they were just trying to keep it under wraps. I guess. And I guess for them, um, Kind of what I'm concluding. But they're probably like, thank God, David. Fucking yeah. take her take her ass and marry so her. I got, Get her out of the fucking house. I got fucking pissed. And so my dad talked to their parents. Yeah. And th- this is why I'm assuming. I assume that she's a schizophrenic because she's talking to people or whatever, whatnot. And then uh, my dad was explaining to me after as he's laughing. And this is this is after he laughed the first time. This is the second time. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. Laughing he goes, I you. talked to them. And I guess she's, you know, she has like some issues here and there. I was like, that's not some issues. They refuse to recognize that she has a mental illness. Yeah. She needs help. She needs fucking help. And they, he set me up on a blind date with a schizophrenic, dude. Yeah. One of the worst <laughs> blind dates I've ever had. And he laughed at you. And he laughed at me. I could have <laughs> fucking died, dude. <laughs> Stop. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That's fucking scary, yeah. dude. He's talking to me right now. My my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Hold on. Beep, 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 beep. No, I don't want to order pizza. <laughs> yeah. He has half. <laughs> I don't want to order pizza. <laughs> she, had, she was like, he has half half gray eyes and half blue or green. What if I can't she remember. didn't even have an ex-boyfriend? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't even think she did. But, she's, but she was saying that he was he, he was talking to her telepathically. And the last time they were, they were together... He would control her mind and had her burn down her neighbor, her neighbor's house or some shit. That is fucking crazy. See, yeah. that's the part of dating that I don't like is like, oh you don't know God. these people. And they could be the sweetest because, you know, everyone has fucking baggage. Like all of our friends, all of our family members, everyone has something wrong with them or some issue that they're dealing with. Right. That eventually is going to spill onto you. And whatever your issues are is going to spill onto them. I it's crazy because I've I went on. When I was so after my first girlfriend and I broke up, um, I kind of had this whole thing. I did a whole little mini series on it. People want me to continue it, which I might. Um, the where uh, I I I kind of focused only on one girl in high school because I was such a fucking loser, 
And after that, I was like, I'm going to date anybody and everybody just because I don't even know what I like. I want to I want to do the exact opposite of this fucking girl and mm-hmm. just date whoever. But because of that, I have so many random dating stories because I, I think I shit you not. When I came back from Riverside and I started going to community college, any opportunity that I could date somebody, I started dating people specifically because I wanted stand up stories because oh. I, I noticed that my stand up was so fucking weak and I kept on doing Asian jokes and um, which which was they were hitting at the time. Yeah. But it was I was kind of biting off of like just all these like Asian stereotypes, which I molded it well. But it was like I wanted to speak more than that. So I started dating because I, I thought, you know, I think relationship stuff and dating stuff is very relatable. So I started dating every fucking girl. So I have like a thousand fucking stories. I haven't written them in a notebook somewhere of my old stand up of all these weird dating situations. But mm. that was one of them was when my dad set me on a fucking blind date with a schizophrenic. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that was one of the worst situations I've ever fucking been in. And it's so hard to tell because like it almost sounds fucking unbelievable. But yeah. you just ask my fucking dad and he'll probably crack up as, as, as you mentioned the story to him. <laughs> It was fucking crazy. I, I still remember what she looks like till this day. White fucking hoodie wrapped up in her head, white golf cap, the fucking, the faded blue jeans, the white sketchers. And then she had her uh, hoodie tied in a knot. No. Like up here. And it was super tight oh, around her head. shit. Fuck, man. That's some serial killer shit right and there. And she, the, 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 what she wore at church was the same thing that she wore the day that we went out and did she the- She didn't change clothes. <laughs> she didn't change clothes. I, I, she just wore the same outfit. So was, when you guys were on the way there- she was fine. And, and you guys were doing the whole praise cir- circle or whatever. Everything was fine. Oh, so we couldn't go into the church because I guess there was like a holiday then. And and then church was closed oh. at that time and it got shifted to another time. So we missed sermon. So we went all the way back. So I just drove to Davis and I drove all the oh. way back. Yeah. And then she started talking to herself. Dog. And the only reason I know about the whole Navy stuff that she was trying to get into the Navy because yeah. the conversation there was perfectly fine. She was oh. talking about her wanting to get into Navy and all this other shit. Or Maybe she didn't have a granola bar or something and she started freaking out i don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was but that shit was crazy because when she was talking to talking to herself i i thought she was talking on a bluetooth yeah <laughs> that shit does fuck with people though when you know the bluetooth when it started <laughs> yeah. coming out i was like man so many people talking to themselves what yeah. the fuck or like so they'll say shit and i'm all like yes and i'm like oh fuck huh. man fuck <laughs> you <laughs> yeah <laughs> nah, I've I've had so many fucking weird dating situations. I gotta look into that fucking old stand up book that I have. I used to write that shit on a notebook all the time, and this is before I would use like the Apple Notes and shit. Yeah, I used to write that shit. Any any chance that I had, I thought something funny, I would write it down. And all these dates and these funny moments that I had, I would I I, I wrote down to make sure that it either go into stand up or some type of script. You ever had blind dates before? Back in a day, online before there was pictures, before all that shit. No, I only the only type of blind dates that I had was when I I got hooked up with um, through a friend or some shit. Man, I remember back in the fucking day, right, like junior high days, like before Facebook, all that shit. It was so fucking old school that you meet people online and you had to wait for them to send you pictures in snail mail, dude. You fucking make a connection. That's fucking funny. Because not everyone had scanners. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, not yeah, every, yeah. Because scanners are expensive, dude, and you have to fucking get your picture, and you have to scan that picture, and then you have to fucking upload it, and, like, you know, like, no one was taking selfies and shit, and so you get, like, one photo of somebody in your email, and then, like, most people didn't have pictures, so people lied like a motherfucker who they yeah. really were. I remember, like, there was this girl I fucking connected with. I thought she was cool. And I was, and then we had phone sex, and I was like, what, fourteen or some shit? And I was like, damn, this is gonna, fucking, I'm gonna marry this girl, right? Uh, phone sex, dude. That's she the OG sends me shit. a picture in the fucking mail, and I felt I, I didn't know what to do because she was cute, 
but she was like too wholesome, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when you're young at that age, you want fucking ABG, like, yeah, Hoochie yeah, Mama yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. right? You want the fucking McDonald eyebrows and the blonde hair uh-huh. and the import model so you look. Did, you didn't know what she looked like? I didn't. No, like, you just connected and chatted back then. Really? Yeah. And then, like, when I got her picture in the mail, I was like, man, you look like you're fucking 12, dude. But I'm I'm 14, but 12 and 14 is a yeah. huge stretch at that time. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I just ghosted her ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking. She was so hurt, too. And I felt bad, but I didn't know what the fuck to do, man. And she's probably fucking beautiful now. But at that time, I didn't like innocent clean looking girls yeah because in my head they didn't look like women yeah i felt like i was being a molester like yeah they look too (laughs) young and and cute like in that way like i wanted fucking bad girls with like a tattoo on their fucking butt cheek or something yeah 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 because they i don't know maybe that represent women to me but like I've done, like, there's been times where, like, all right, like, you talk to girls online, right? And they send a picture, and they'll send you, like, one, and you're like, oh, shit, she's hot, right? But it's, like, not really. That's a glamour photo at the mall Mm -hmm. where they're, like, turned their back, and you see a profile picture or whatever. Hella fucking glossy or whatever filters they put on. And then me and my buddies were, like, I didn't drive at the time, so I was like, yeah, let's go fucking pick her up. And then, like, you guys could drop us off at at the movie theater. So we pull up. And this girl, man, she was real big, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get canceled for this shit. But I was 14, okay, motherfuckers? Yeah. We pull up because I have my 16-year-old friend driving the car. And then he had his other buddy, 15. He was in the front. I was in the back. We pull up. She, and I see her get out of the fucking... <laughs> she gets out of the door. She waves to us. We're parked. And I said, Go! Go, motherfucker, go. <laughs> Doc. I said, yeah. go, go, go. You're fucked up, dude. And she was like waving, and we fucking went, dude. Dog, that fucked up. I bet you she's fucking fit as fuck right now. I, yeah, I hope so, dude. I, I didn't know what to do. That was like the catalyst for her to start her. It, this sounds like a fucking movie, dude, where the girl was big her whole life and then she gets the biggest rejection after the guy she, she loves. She was, and you know what? You know what? This is, I was really skinny too. Can you imagine? Oh, you were, you were like, I was 115 then. pounds. Like, yeah. so I wasn't a fucking catch either. But that, I just looked at that image like, God damn. Like, like can how, you imagine a really big girl with a really skinny guy? So, Let's say her weight is how. Let's say how much does she weigh? Does she? How tall was she? I don't remember. I just remember she was so way bigger than you. She was a Humpty Dumpty's level. Like she was. Oh, big, she dude. was like round, round. Yeah. So I was like, shoot, I didn't. That was not the picture that I saw. Yeah. At all, dude. And um, and I, also I was very embarrassed. Yeah. Because like I think if it was just us two, I would have just fucking hung out with her. Yeah. Because who cares? Um, because your friends were probably judging you and shit too. Yeah, and then I when we pulled up, I was like, "Go, go, go!" And they were laughing, like they were laughing at me. Oh, that girl is probably fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and I was like, "Go, go, go, go! We're going out of here!" And then we fucking left. <laughs> and then they were just the whole time just laughing, man. Dude, could you imagine that girl just standing there, and then somebody saw her, and they just ran away? Yeah. Oh, poor girl, dude. What was she like? She was. 15 or 16 at the time too so she was older than me but i was like man that was so weird i feel really bad to this day you know but um i think 
I don't know. When you're at that age, you don't know how to act. You don't know how to think. You don't know about what the other person's dealing with. You just react, right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, hell no, run. You know, it's funny, too. Like, I remember when uh, when I started going into these underage clubs and shit, and we would dance and shit. And then, you know, you just start grinding up on whatever girl. And mind you, I look, I look disgusting. And, you know, we would be grinding up. And after a while, a girl's not really feeling it. She would walk away. And I'm like, you think that offends me? I was like, I got my shit in. <laughs> you know what I mean? You touched me, lady. Uh, that's I it. got my feels. Man. Yeah, I got my feels. That's spank bank material. You actually did your job. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. So we're good. It was a good trade-off. Oh, my God. It's crazy because, like, <laughs> I think, um, I don't know. When I was, maybe it was because I was trying to do comedy so much. I, I don't think I really gave a fuck about what I looked like because I was just trying to yeah. be funny. You know, this podcast is brought to you by Vista Print, baby. Listen, if you're a business man or woman out there and you don't have business cards, what are you doing? You want your business cards to look dope because when you're doing these like great social functions and you meet somebody that you think wants your services, well, guess what? You better have a business card ready to go because not everybody wants to stand there and wait for you to jot down a phone number. Instead, pass them a card so they know that you mean business. They know that they have your contact at all times. That's what I have, man. I'm a business entrepreneur. On top of that, I'm a podcaster. On top of that, I'm, a, I'm everything. So I have a stack of business cards ready to go to hand out. And make sure that you got yours too, my friends, because Vistaprint has your back. Your next big opportunity, my friends, is coming right now. And we're to help, here to help you own the now with free shipping on any business cards in any quantity. You can choose whatever style, finish, shape, or paper you like and get free shipping. And because you can pick the colors, fonts, designs, and images, it means you can create something as unique and compelling as your business. Just plug your information and logo into hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own original layout. Pick the paper stock style and quantity that's right for you. You can even upgrade to a unique touch like rounded corners. Order and receive your cards with free economy shipping. So, guys, Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation, which is why our listeners will get free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity. Just go to vistaprint.com and enter promo code BRAIN for free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity, limited time offer. Own the now at vistaprint.com. Promo code BRAIN. Yeah, I think that's different. Like when you have a different agenda. Yeah. If you were like, I want I want a relationship, I want love, I want to have sex, right? Then that is a huge strike to your ego. But if you're like, I want comedy material, you almost feel invincible. Yeah. Because you're like, you don't give a fuck. The more embarrassing, the better. The more ridiculous, the better. Dog, remember I used to I used to do all these shows in flip flops and socks and a t shirt and basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I couldn't get some pants and whatever and dress nice. It's just it just was funnier that way. Yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I would show up red carpet events and flip yeah. flops and stuff, and I would do it just to spite my manager, just because he would get so mad. <laughs> I wanted to do the same thing. I was like, "Fuck this! Like, fuck the norm! Fuck, yeah. fuck everybody having to look like this!" Yeah, I'm a walking with my tank top. Yeah, <laughs> I I used to enjoy doing that shit, um, but after a while too, um, I just it's not that I don't want to do it now it's just uh, I don't know I just, I'm it is kind of immature though yeah it's just being different just to be different yeah it's kind of like look at me I'm so cool because like everyone's fancy and I'm not if you guys look back into my my old videos you'll see uh, a majority of the shirts that I wore were all free t-shirts 
I think almost all of them were. They're all free T-shirts. It and still it, is a lot for me too. <laughs> it was an inside joke, so I yeah. would wear like all these like car wash T-shirts, all this other other dumb shit, and it was just an inside joke that I was doing that nobody really knew about. Because <laughs> I I think I wanted to. It wasn't even my thing. I wanted to show people that. Like you could like comedy, you don't have to be good looking. You don't have to do anything. You I think just, it's worse if you're good looking in comedy. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to show people like, yo, you could just be funny. Be funny. Yeah. Do that first. Like, don't don't worry about all the other aesthetic shit. Like, if you're funny and your content's dope, it's gonna speak for itself. So I don't know if I was trying to be like like an anti culturist type of dude, but I just wanted to show people that you don't have to look a certain way to be successful. That's why even when I did music, I just did music because I looked I didn't look the type that could sing that way. Yeah. So I I enjoyed doing shit like that because it was you know breaking out from the norm. Because you care more about the skill than you do about anything else. Oh yeah, for sure. Because the other thing is just kind of like bells and whistles. Yeah. And and you know not to say that if you guys ever go into a certain art, yeah, the way that you look will will affect how people view you. That's yeah. just how it is because it's an entertainment thing. It's it's not so much you as a person, but you as an entertainer. Yeah, right. You'll you'll see that too. If you guys saw the show on Netflix, it's called Hustle and Rhythm and Flow, and it's like American Idol for for hip hop. Oh, cool. So when they, when they're auditioning these people to go into the next round, it's like I'm talking about Cardi B, Chance the Rapper. They got Snoop Dogg, everybody in there. They're not just looking for you to be a dope rapper. They want to see your stage presence. They want to see how you dress. Uh, if you can dance, they want an entertainer. Exactly, yeah. they want to see everything because you can't just go up there and have some like dope bars and rap and then all, like a homeless man. Yeah, and then all of a sudden when you perform, you, you're so stiff. Oh. It's it's not entertaining. So they look for a whole package when it comes to entertainment, and that that conversation was kind of hard. I had a friend; um, she was like an OG YouTuber, and I think for her, she couldn't. Um, she doesn't really. Hmm, I don't know if she still sings anymore, but she couldn't really like understand and i and i don't know if i explained it to her well in a very nice way but she was like yeah like i i make great music i was like you make i was like you know i don't know if you would say you make great music yeah. i was like your your music is decent you haven't found your sound yet but on top of that too you know when you make these videos number one you don't care about the production quality yeah you don't care about how you look in it which i'm not saying it should it's all based on looks but people are coming to you to they want to be you and they want to sing like you. Yeah. And you're only giving them half the package. So, yeah, you can be successful just on your voice alone, but it doesn't mean that there aren't other things you could do to help you along the way. That's true. Right. Why do you think some of these fucking terrible YouTube singers, they're not even good, but they look fucking good. Yeah. And people just want to be them. You know, that's true. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I actually don't mind getting dressed up, doing my hair like I like looking a certain way. I'm not obsessed about it. But what, what gets to me is my laziness because I don't yeah. like to think. Yeah. I don't like to think of my outfit. Like if someone had something for me and they're like, Joe, put this on. You look good. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is cool. Let's go. Yeah. But when I have to, I think I just have too many other things on my mind. It's the less that you care about. Yeah, because when I was in Vietnam and vacationing, um, Danny's actually a very fashionable motherfucker. So like I'll put some shit on. He'll be like, hey, Joe, try these shoes try this thing right here try this vest he'll just throw shit at me and i'm like mixing and matching and i'm like yo this is kind of fun man it's yeah. like it's just changing shit up and then he'll be like all right we're gonna go this place and get some photos here he's very visually like artistic right and i'm like oh yeah this can be a fun thing 
but it takes time and a lot of brain energy, dude. Yeah, it does. And I don't want to think that way. I'm more like fucking Mark Zuckerberg, you know, just wear the same fucking shirt every single day. That's what I like. That's why it's funny, too, because I, I fucking love fashion. I love clothes, and I keep up with a lot of that shit. It's just, um, you know, people are like, oh, like Secret Society, you know, we love the clothing, blah, 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 but I don't ever see you wear clothes because I'm too busy doing the other end of it. Yeah. You know, it's if I have to put my time and energy into doing that part, it's 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 very difficult. I mean, even today we had a we had a sit photo shoot, so I'm I'm not wearing basketball shorts and a shirt. I got my hair done. I got my hair cut. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, but other I than have that, a collar shirt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, other than that, like it's 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 not, it's not something that I'm really gonna do. Nah, because it took time today. It took time, like for me to shower, get ready, do my hair, get my hair cut, do all this other shit. When in reality, what we'll do is we'll work out, and if we get a chance to rinse, we're fucking lucky. Yeah, we'll work out. And in workout clothes that we worked out in, we're just doing meetings, we're doing this, we're doing that, and then we go home and we shower and we go, okay, time to sleep. Yep. And I do the most mindless shit when I get home. Yeah. I, I get home, I look at my phone, and I just start playing Plant versus Zombies. <laughs> and the thing with fashion, too, is the... So, like, if I wear this a couple times on camera, or, like, once on camera, it's done. Yeah. Or if you wear it to an event, it's done, right? You gotta keep buying shit. Mm -hmm. You gotta keep... Like you gotta sit there, you gotta go to the mall, you gotta you gotta kinda build your arsenal. I don't fucking hate that shit, dude. Yeah. And then you have a bunch of clutter in your house and you're like, what am I gonna do with all this shit? Cause I'm a pack rat and I don't yeah. like throwing shit away. <laughs> so I just have all these clothes and I'm like, oh, they're outdated. But what am I gonna do? I wear like the same two pairs of shoes. I don't need all this shit, man. I um I got fucked because I, I bought this like uh I did this shit that a lot of people were doing when they were losing weight, which is getting a whole bunch of what what I would wear if I was thin <laughs> clothes, right? Too bad that shit took fucking eight years. And by the time I, I reached <laughs> that back... It, you could wear it? I could... Uh, well, I, I, I lost so much weight, I moved past those clothes. Oh, So, so then I, I was already thinner than that. And then when I looked at the clothes, I was like, this shit is so dated. Damn. Like, who the fuck is going to wear this stuff, dude? Because it was like stuff that was fashionable, like maybe, maybe not 10 years ago, but it's you like six the years. jeans and shit? <laughs> no, not Jinko jeans and shit, bro. South Pole. You got some FUBU and you're like, one day, man. One day I'm going to wear these FUBU shit. <laughs> you it, it, finally wear it. There was a time where uh, they had like the long tees and it was extended with the bandana prints and shit. <laughs> and that shit was hot in hip hop, but that was like seven years ago, like in, in streetwear. And I looked at the shit, I was like, I'm not wearing this shit, dude. Like, you know that what happened to the Secret Society shirts you gave me? Oh, really? The long tees? Yeah. Because I got fat as fuck, right? And I'm all like, man, I'm not going to look right in this shit, dude. I look like a pregnant mom. Like, with the long tees. Yeah. So I was like, I never wore it because I was like, I'm not, dude, I'm going to fucking lose sales for your company if I wear that shit. I wasn't wearing barbell shit because I'm like, I'm not living that fit life. Like, yeah. That's why I was like, all right, I got to get fit. And then you guys move past that and you have more designs now. So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I can't even wear it. <laughs> Yeah, we got some other stuff coming up, man. It's it's interesting, dude. Like how fashion moves, though. Like a lot of the stuff that was popping back when we were younger, it's it's back. All that retro yeah. '80s, '90s shit. Like I, I just went to Nike recently, and I got a bunch of their shorts and track shit. But it's all like uh, MC Hammer looking shit. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's it's like tight. the neon green and the orange shit. Yeah. Like the shorts I was wearing today have like the neon green stripe and the orange stripes. It's gonna come back. Hell yeah, dude. All, that's why when uh, fashion just recycles itself. Yeah. It constantly recycles itself all the time. There was a certain point where shoulder pads were coming in for women. Yeah. The fucking puffy, the shit that I used to see my mom wear all the time. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's coming back. Yeah, don't throw your clothes away, people. Just give it like 10 years. It'll cycle back. <laughs> and then people be like, where do you get that shit? It's like, shit's fucking vintage, homie. It's original. 
That's when uh, thrift shops started getting really popular. Yeah. Remember that shit when everybody was just only buying thrift clothes? Yep. And like, where'd you get that shit? I got it at the thrift store, dude. But the smell, I can't deal with the smell, man. It still smells like somebody else's asshole. Yeah, and I feel like it <laughs> it, it carries the soul of that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't want that shit. It's like peeling a scab out of a human being and putting that <laughs> on your skin. I don't want to do that. You know, some people don't want to buy stuff at garage sales. If they're old stuff because they feel like the spirit of whatever that person who used to own it is still in it. The energy transfer? Yeah, the energy transfers and shit oh. like that. Or or if it's like from an estate estate sale where somebody passed away and you don't know how, they Maybe. feel like their spirit is still attached to those things. Damn, that's crazy. I don't want anything now. You know, oh, yeah, I don't want shit either. Yeah, I just want, like, uh, maybe I'll collect guns and watches. That's it. But clothes, everything, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. I just want to eat food and travel. That's my shit. It, I mean, we all got to that point too, where we start to realize where I think a lot of our material stuff that that we thought we really enjoyed. I got life. it out of my system. Oh, for sure too. Yep. I mean, I still like clothes and stuff, which I'm trying to get to a comfortable weight because I because I, I keep losing weight, so I don't want to go backwards and you know. But I uh, so like I I think the only thing I will buy is clothes and then probably like furniture and shit because I still have my Honda Element, which I'm waiting for that shit to explode first and then I'll buy a new car. I think I want to do clothes stuff because I was like, you know, I was thinking about it, right? I was like, you know, right now I have an audience and then I haven't really experimented with style and I like it. So I'm like, I might fucking just do it. Just try it. Clothing is fucking expensive, man. It is. Just going to Nike and just getting my workout clothes because I wore my workout clothes to the max. But you know how I find hacks for everything? How? So this thing came to mind, right? We have a lot of fans. Yeah, that work at different businesses. Yeah, um, and we're, during the meet and greet in Boston, shout outs to the homie. He was like, "Hey, use this code. I work at Reebok, fifty percent off." Oh shit! So I just fucking bought a ton of shit, and I was like, "Thanks, dude." And then like other fans started throwing me shit, like, "Hey, I work at so and so. If you come into the store, I'll hook you up." And then like, so I could build my whole arsenal of fashion at a fraction of the price. Hey, uh, I need to buy clothes, so hit me up in my Instagram DMs. And That's what I'm out. saying. All all employees, please hit us up. Yeah, man, I need it, I need a hookup. Yeah, give me the employee codes, man, please. And yeah. then you know what? If I'm in your city, we'll go have lunch. I'll, I'll fucking hang out with you. We'll talk. Whatever. Yeah, this podcast doesn't make enough money for that shit yet. So, uh, <laughs> so dude, I, even if I'm a billionaire, I love deals. Deal, the deal hunting feels yeah. fucking good, dude. It's it's like a game. Yep. You know, like, it's like, I'm a deal hunt all day. I only like sharing the price of stuff that I bought if I got a good deal. Yeah. I'm like, God, it's like, what's the point, right? You're like, you know how much I got this watch for? The same price you could get it for. <laughs> <laughs> you could just walk into any Rolex store and get it for the same price. <laughs> I know. It's like, so fucking what, dude? I like sharing shit. Like, I forgot what did I get recently that I got for fucking cheap, man. Oh, I signed up for this Bed Bath & Beyond membership thing. Yeah. And it's like, tw- you get 20% off the store site-wide. And then there was something on clearance Damn. that had the extra 20% off. And I got, I got that shit for like... It was, it was... Oh, it was the coffee table. The coffee table originally was like 500-something bucks. And then I got it for like two eighty, and I was hyped. Oh, I like doing that too. Like when there's a sale, and then you can knock off from a sale item. You put a coupon code, and then you knock that off, and it's like forty yeah. percent off. Oh, this fucking uh, jacket! Shit. I got this at a I got this at a banana, and I was looking at it in store, and I was like, "Fuck, I, I like the way this shit looks." It's actually a long. It's a, it's a it's an olive long coat, long raincoat. 
And I was like, yo, that shit's fucking fly. And I looked back at it and it had like the, it has like a military print hoodie in the back too. Looks fucking dope. Uh, I waited out it for like two weeks and then Christmas sale started coming by. This shit was 50% off. And I got it because oh. I, I waited. I was so happy. See, damn. See, sometimes if I really like something, I can't wait. This is the most Asian conversation we've ever had on this fucking podcast. Hey, man, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't care how much money I make. I love a good deal, dude. The art of the deal, dude. I do. And and then so I, I, still, I still can't buy shit. Like back in the day, I will never buy shit. Yeah. If if I really like it, but if it's not on sale or whatever, I just wait. Like I have a, you know, I bought like a two hundred dollar um, Harley jacket back mm-hmm. in the day. But I also now, since I have the money, if I really want it and I look at it and I'm like, I, I know when I walk out of the store, I'm gonna keep thinking about it. Yeah. I will get it. But I'm kind of lucky because I don't have those moments that much. You had that Michael Jackson fucking bling jacket. Though. Hey. <laughs> That was a moment. Dog. I, I had to get the glove too, man. I will say this though. I think most people when they buy that shit, they buy it and they never look at it. This fool wore that shit consistently for like three months. <laughs> they fucking I make love it, that jacket. I fucking make use of it, dude. Dude, you're the only person that adamantly fucking defended Michael Jackson when that documentary came out. And yep. then everybody else started defending him after. Yeah, fuck them. I'm a real homie. <laughs> You, I've never seen somebody defend somebody they've never met so much in my life, dude. You're like, fuck that shit. That shit's all. It was so shady, though. Uh, a lot of the, a yep. lot of the facts, especially um, after I, I mean, I, I, I always get flack for this shit, but that was one of the funniest documentaries I've ever seen in my life. Anybody, it was. Yo, anybody who, anybody that could go up, I don't give a fuck if you say this is brave or not. If even if it is brave, it's it's still hard for me not to laugh at it this fool wade, wade robin robson said he had me go into a corner spread my butt cheeks so he could look at my butthole and jack off <laughs> i was like hold on a second bro Talk. the moment he said that i was like i don't believe you man now now i don't believe you like you had me up until the point he just he just sent you to a corner he said spread those butt cheeks baby <laughs> and, and he he's just, beating off <laughs> look back at it <laughs> and i want you to look back into my eye like I want to see that shit like that shit was one of the I don't know man that was a little skeptical I don't know Wade Robinson I'm not victim blaming or anything man I'm just saying the the visual is kind of funny and for most people they don't get it because they just don't have the same perspective you know like and that's the thing about comedy man it's like it's not for everyone or the you know everyone finds other things funny so other, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't I, know. I, 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 I love I, it though. I think it's fucking hilarious. Dog, I laughed at that, and I was mortified. I was mortified and terrified, but I also laughed at the R. Kelly, uh, <laughs> R. Kelly documentary. Oh fuck, because, dude! Just because, you know, why I laughed at that documentary so hard? It was because number one, they didn't have to extend it to a thousand episodes. Yeah, they could have wrapped that shit up in about three. They milked it. They though. milked yeah. the shit out of it, and yep. then on top of that, it was just the stuff that R. Kelly would do. It was so fucking ridiculous. It yeah. was like a Chappelle sketch. It was. This fool, the moment he got out of jail, he went to go check out a junior high. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's fucking hilarious. That was invincible. He's he crazy. He thinks he's invincible. Yeah, he legit thinks he's invincible. He ended up fucking, like, trapping a groupie during a trial on fucking sexual violence and shit. Like, what the fuck? He's fucking he's crazy. Bold. Yeah. What the? That's nuts. I'm fighting for my life. I'll never defend his ass. There's 
Well, there's proof. There's so much evidence. There's a video of him pissing on a girl, dude. I actually did my research and I knew I followed the Michael case like mm -hmm. prior to that documentary. A lot of people that came out and they were pissed at Michael, all that. They had no fucking idea of the prior allegations, the prior trials, all that stuff. They might have heard it or whatever, but a lot of people just didn't fucking know. Yeah. So when that came out, they were very emotionally moved. And then they're like, well, we have to give respect to the victims and hear them out. And I'm all like, I'm all for it, man. But, you know, also, like, it's it's I think it's it's OK to say that that's bullshit. It's OK. Like, you're not saying like, you know, like th like all victims of uh, or all survivors of fucking rape or molestation you know, are lying because they'll be because this is what I always get is like, see, this is why people don't want to come out is because like they don't people don't believe them when they come out. And I'm all like, no, that's not the reason. It's because they actually couldn't go through a criminal case because the fucking judge was like, this is ludicrous. Yeah. Like if this was legit, they would have gone through with a criminal case. Yeah. They couldn't even get a fucking civil case. Like, uh, they, they look at that shit and they're like, nah, this is fucking bullshit. So then they had to come out with a book and that flopped. So then they had to build this sensationalist, like, documentary in order to drive some type of awareness toward Michael or the situation. But, like, our, our you know, our fucking justice system even threw that bullshit out because they're like, there's no grounds for anything. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. There's absolutely no grounds. And no one knows that. People think that they just made the documentary straight. And I'm like, damn, dude, you guys don't even know shit. Yeah. So there's just a lot to it. And the people that are outraged, I kind of feel for it because I, they, they're coming from a good place. You know, there's all there's also like influencers and people that are well known that are speaking up against it, too. But when you hear their arguments and you hear where they're coming from. It all stems from one place, which is I saw the documentary. I was very moved. I believe them. And um, I think that Michael's guilty. That's all of their shit. None of them read the court cases. None of them went past and, and saw anything. Yeah, because they're, anything. All, because they're only looking at that doc and saying these are facts, and but they haven't done Every documentary has a bias to it. Yeah. These are just facts. I mean, look at, look at for example, uh, what's it called? Fast Food. Uh, was it Fast Food Nation? Or yeah. Super Size Me. Super Size. Super yeah. Size Me, those numbers were all fucked. And so yeah. when, that, when that doc came out, everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't believe. And, and it was funny, too. There was something very apparent in that documentary. So, for example, when he was calculating all the numbers for the calories, for the caloric content for everything on the menu, he, he fudged all those numbers. But nobody it's, – it's said on that documentary, and I remember him saying it, and he fudged all those numbers. And even me, I just took those numbers as fact, and I didn't double-check them. Mm -hmm. And so I think because when we hear the word documentary, we automatically assume it's unbiased fact. Yeah. And so that's just what we're basing things on. And I'm not saying that if you watched that, that doc, you wouldn't have been moved and shit. But when you're taking somebody's name and legacy and you're damning them and you are openly going out into a public forum and saying and, – and it's not jokes and you're yeah. like, I believe this, this and that. When you've only seen one source of information, your, your credibility kind of gets a little shaky. Yeah, and they decided to take it off air because they found a lot of inconsistencies. Yeah, so the, for one, yeah. the uh, – basically they claim that he was being molested um, in the train. And oh, in yeah. the train station, right? But here's the issue is that the train station was built when he was already past 17 years old. Mm -hmm. That was, uh, I think it was James, um, what's his name? Safe Chuck. Mm. 
when he, he when he claimed the molestation happened was like when he was like 10 or 11 or something yeah and to me that's a hard stretch right like people were like well he could forget and i'm like man a lot of us know the difference between junior high and high school okay what do you mean he could forget like if you're saying but the problem with that and the fallacy in that statement is that because there's the argument where people have been putting on him it's like well how do you remember all that stuff as a kid because i can't remember that stuff as a kid yeah but all of a sudden when it comes to that train fact yep they're like oh he could he could his memory could be messed up it's like yep. well which is it like yeah. you can't have what the fuck yeah. you know so and I, there's a lot of inconsistencies like that so they pulled the documentary off they should have and it wasn't a documentary it was just maybe it was a sensational piece yeah um they didn't even research. Yeah. So uh, I, there's another documentary that just came out called Square One. Mm -hmm. And it's not a rebuttal to that, but it's based off of the first case in 92 or something like that. Yeah. Where uh, Michael was first, um, what do you call it? Like accused, right? Mm -hmm. The first one, he was accused. Uh, there's a whole backstory about that. And then the kid that accused him, He's still living today, but he doesn't want to talk to the media. But they've interviewed all the people that he knew and who he basically said, uh, yeah, it was a lie. And then there's just there's just a whole lot of shit backstory about it. It's pretty dope. Oh, my God. Yeah. I watched that shit. Square one. Yeah. I, I went to the screening. It was pretty cool. Did that year. Was it this year that those docs came out? The R. Kelly shit? It was this year, huh? Yeah, it was this year, this year was the year of sensational documentaries. The fire yeah. documentary, the fire fest was the, hilarious. Yo, shout out to Andy, homie. I was I was prepared to suck, suck his dick. You know what the funny shit is about that document at that moment? I was dying laughing because nobody asked the guard if he wanted to get his dick sucked. <laughs> they just were like, "You have to suck his dick." You didn't even ask if he wanted to get his dick sucked. <laughs> they just assumed. And this fool was going to suck his dick. And he was like, wait, so I don't have to suck your dick? He's like, nah, you're not even my type, dude. <laughs> so I'm not gay, bro. So this, that's how stupid that fucking manager is. He's like, oh, my God. Well, Andy's gay and he's gay. You know what? You got to suck his dick, bro. Yeah. You just got to fucking do it. You didn't even ask him. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Like, how God. do you know? How do you know? It's like, it's like, it's like straight dudes who get uh, freaked out by gay dudes. And they're like, dude, I want you to hit on me. It's like, how do you, how do you know if you're his type? What the fuck? <laughs> That's the dumbest thing ever. Like, like, what the fuck? You don't know if he likes you or not. Oh, my God. Chill the fuck out, fucking weirdos. <laughs> Damn. Well, everybody, uh, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quick. It was quick, man. That shit was like 50 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys already know what to do, man. Every Thursdays, it's me and Joe, and we talk about bullshit. We're just here to accompany you on your everyday lives and fill that empty, quiet void. Uh, leave in the comments below if you're watching this on the YouTube about shit that you want us to talk about. Uh, also, too, in the comments, talk. I want you guys to talk and converse and then leave comments and go back and forth. We probably say a lot of dumb shit, and if you misinterpret it, that's all good, too, man. We just want you guys to converse. Yeah, we lurk in there, and sometimes we respond back, too. So go ahead and have a whole-ass conversation on just what you heard. Hell yeah, because we say a lot of dumb shit that we're probably regret later so catch us on spotify catch us on itunes uh stitcher whatever those audio platforms are you will see this there if you see us on itunes give us that five star we fucking love you uh shout outs to you guys and we'll see y'all next time party time peace